Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and this is episode number 127. I'm joined by my one and only uh, co-host, the one and only Shannon. How are you doing? I am good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. I, I felt like today we should try something a little different. Okay. Uh, because um, normally we have guests. Mm-hmm. react with the guests but i wanted to do something where me and you uh talk about something just me and you <laughs> okay so the title of this show is called put some respect on my name oh, okay and basically basically what i wanted to talk about is commanding commanding respect as well as giving respect mm-hmm respect in of course relationships uh both romantic and otherwise Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's really important that that uh you know like a lot of times you hear people say you hear people say uh hey d uh, you'll hear people say you know what um i you know i feel like people don't give me the respect i deserve right or you hear people say, um, you know, uh, uh, you hear guys will say about women that uh, she don't let me be a man or, you know, stuff like that. And I really want to talk about tonight how to claim respect mm-hmm. and also how to, you know, and to give it to and who we should give it to. Or, you know, should it be a blanket thing or should it be? You know, people have to earn respect. So, um, before we get into the whole relationship aspect of it, um, when it comes to people showing you respect, this men or women, um, how does that look to you? What do you expect as far as you know being respected? Um, it depends on what the relationship is. I think the place where I find the teetering of respect. Um, is with family members and with people you employ. Mm. They always push the envelope. Um, and that those are probably the two relationships that I got conflict resolution down to a science. Um, because I respect those people regardless if they are respectable people. I respect them because I'm a respectable person. Um, you know, I treat them with the manners that I treat people because I'm a lady, not because necessarily they're a lady or a gentleman. Um, so, you know what? You bring up a good one and let's start off. Let's unpack that about getting respect from your family. And one thing I've noticed, and you tell me if you notice this too, is certain people who are members of a family, um, they get that adult respect, right? um early where other ones it lingers and i think there's a lot of reasons for it i've always said that becoming an adult is not just age right absolutely you know it's not just you turn 18 and you get respect as an adult i mean legally yes you have it at 21 you're definitely legally an adult but when it comes to the eyes of the people that known you since birth you know I feel like you have to earn that respect as an adult yeah. when people start seeing you as an adult 
and I've seen it in families where there'll be a kid, one of the kids, mm-hmm. their parents will see them more as an adult. And it may be the younger one. Mm-hmm. And the older one, they still kind of treat like a child. They kind of have that, you know, they don't really give that grown up respect, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, what are some reasons you, you would feel like maybe in a family dynamic, people don't treat you like an adult, even though you have the years? Um, the one thing that, and it has nothing to do with years, I think it has to do with what they consider the experienced qualifiers are. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times, and it doesn't happen now, but it used to happen in my like mid-20s, my mother and my aunt would say, I didn't know anything about raising children because I don't have any of my own. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, at that point, I had seven years under my belt working in juvenile detention. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had started um, helping um, other people at church with their children, um, structure, discipline, and kind of like a nanny of sorts, but I wasn't necessarily a nanny. Right. And so when my mother and my aunt would say these things, it was hurtful because I never want children. So it's not like you taking a jab at me not having kids because I care less about that. Mm-hmm. But my experience rearing kids in the structural sense is very much intact. Um, I do that well. It might be under your own. But it doesn't negate that I have a sense of understanding on how to deal with children, regardless of what type of child it is. Um, and maybe that's more the clinical side of it, but everything else for the most part, I I got a, I got a fiery mouth. So you ain't gotta say too much to me without me coming back and saying, who gonna check me? Mm-hmm. Um, but after I nip that in the butt, <laughs> I'm like, good. We we have an understanding. So, but yeah, family will try you. You absolutely will have to earn some of your stripes, but you also have to have a backbone and not shrink in the adversity of their scrutiny or their commentary. Um, or even when you're managing people, because I, I had that same experience as a a younger person in one of my jobs and I was managing someone older than me. And she's just flat out told me, I'm not going to listen to you because you're a kid. Mm. Look lady. I've experienced you either Do your job or you can go home. Then the only two options you're getting right now. The end. This is a business. Not here to impress you or be your friend. Mm. I'm here to service the customer and go home and do your thing when you get there. Right. I- so I don't, I don't leave a whole lot of room. I, I'm i going to show you who I am if you don't like that. Bye. I experienced that too because I was very young being in a supervisorial position and I, I went through that quite a bit myself. Mm-hmm. You know, where they just was like, you know, you young fella, they were trying to tell you and all of that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely uh, can relate to that. Going back to the family dynamic, is one thing family loves to do is project onto you. So yeah. If they feel like you should be at a certain point or you should be wanting something, 
you know, specific out of life that maybe you're not necessarily looking for, mm-hmm. you know, then it's used as a, like a judgment towards you. Yeah. So I, families are, do that very much so. And some people are really good at, you know, establishing that boundary of, you know what, we're not going to do that. <laughs> You're not going to do that to me. And people adjust to it and others have a hard time doing it. Yeah. We shrink into that, that whatever it is, you know, of people's projecting onto you. And so many people I've met and through my life live lives that are not theirs. They live the life that other people have projected onto them. And it's really sad. You know, it's, it's very sad because, you know, we all should have the, the right to live the life we want to, whatever that looks like, you know, or as long as it's not hurting anybody, like, right. you know, so it's not illegal or something like that. No, absolutely. That's so clear to define it. As long as it's not to the detriment, destruction, um, or harming someone else, then do it, live it, enjoy it, thrive in it. Um, there are some people who command respect, but I don't, I don't know if you could say it's healthy the way that they, they want it. Like, um, I don't know if it's healthy to them or other people. Mm-hmm. So you meet these people who are like, they see everything as disrespect. Like somebody accidentally steps on their foot. It's like, oh, he disrespect me. He stepped on my, remember, I, I don't know if they still do it now, but I remember like people would get the crap beat out of them for stepping on somebody's Jordans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, it shows you how out of touch I am, but, uh, uh, I don't know if that's still a thing now, but I've seen it on the basketball court. People get beat down over something as slight as that. And, uh, you know, there's so many different aspects where we've seen, you know, um, people, who say, uh, you know, it's about respect. It's about like, I, 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 I'll even admit to, to a certain point when I was younger, I was on that kind of, you know, like I took a lot of things as slights and like, I always, you know, I, I really was very, um, how can I say this? Uh, I was, I was pretty much really, um, uh, I was one of those guys who who took everything as disrespect and I was always ready to meet that with, you know, with something. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, like it was something that I definitely had to change about myself. And uh thank God, you know, I grew out of that. But um uh I can understand with never allowing yourself to be disrespected. Right. But then we have to, what is disrespect, you know? Um, what's disrespect in a romantic relationship? What's this, what's disrespect in a, in a, um, uh, platonic relationship, you know? So like. I think respect is the same across the board. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want one person doing something different than another person just because this person's in a romantic relationship and this one is in a platonic relationship. And I think Marisol, a.k.a. Latina NYC, said it best. If you show them how to treat you, they will never cross those lines again. Now, don't get me wrong. People will get outside of themselves. We're human. We make mistakes. Um, But for the most part, 
what the temperature that you set for yourself people have to adjust to and if they choose not to adjust then they need to move on um and i know that may be harsh but we don't have time for people in our lives who are not building us up who are not holding us accountable who are not supporting our passion and our purpose um or who are loving us as we are and not as they want us to be mm -hmm. um and to me i want someone who respects me more than they love me yeah yeah because you know it's like the old adage like you don't have to like me but you have to respect me you know yeah and I, that's how i feel because you know i mean i don't know like sometimes i feel like you got to have some people that don't like you <laughs> to be a real person you know why wouldn't you like right. yeah don't like you it was a meme that said you could be the juiciest, ripest, um, most flavorful peach, and there's always going to be somebody who can't stand peaches. Right. No, that's um, right. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't know if you if you ever come across a situation where you found out that someone that was in your circle somehow just didn't care for you. I think, and you have to forgive us, we are experiencing all kinds of tropical weather, so it's a whole bunch of thunder and lightning, mm -hmm. um, if you can hear it. But yes and no. I think sometimes you outgrow people. Mm -hmm. um, and I've talked about this, I talked about this yesterday on my show about um, relationships that you should write. Um, I think a friend of mine from we had known each other since like first or second grade and she her motives were just not pure to me and so she had said something did something and i had stopped her and i was like you didn't even come to this city to see me you came to see a friend they didn't show up the way you wanted them and you needed me to pick you and so and so up so i came back from my trip drove the three hours let y'all stay in my apartment while i was in a whole nother city and state and this is what you do like you can miss me with that. Like there's a standard, there's an expectation and it's not misplaced. Like if I feel like you're taking more than you give and there doesn't have to be a 50-50 in that, it just has to be reciprocal, then you can go take a hike by yourself. Like I'm good. I don't need that kind of energy in my life. So I left that friendship and ain't looked back. I've had situations where other people told me like, so-and-so don't care for you like that and i was you know because a lot of times real talk i'm so into what i'm doing in my life i don't notice people's people like that sometimes you know and it must really suck when you have so much negativity uh, feeling yeah. negative feelings towards somebody and they don't even realize it you know <laughs> like you know like because i think most times people want you to know like i don't like you you know you ain't no for sure absolutely and absolutely. So i've had people tell me like you know so and so you know and i was just like word you know and yeah. it was just like you know oh okay well my thing is always you gotta tell me that person gotta tell me to my face and then i did start seeing noticing things you know like you know and i always feel like when it comes to jealousy jealousy is great it's fine as long as you're on the being jealous, of, you know, someone's being jealous on you. Yeah. I have no problem with someone being jealous of me. I think it's totally fine. You know? Um, you know? It ain't even that serious to me. 
Yeah. As long as your jealousy don't cross the border, crazy stalking and trying to kill me, we're good. No. I don't need to know. No. So I don't I don't have a, a you know, it's like I don't dwell on people's issues. I just kind of do my own thing and whatever happens, happens, you know? So, um, you know, it is what it is. Some people get mad because of that, you know, because they want your attention so bad that they, you know, they want it so bad. They kind of force, they try to force your hand to, to acknowledge them, you know? And speaking of acknowledging, mm -hmm. um, super acknowledgements to Dee and Andre and Marisol. I know Brooklyn and Steph were just here. But thank y'all for joining us um, in this conversation of put some respect on my name. Yes, 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 yes. Um, what was your next question? Because I know you got a whole bunch. Oh, I do, I do. Um, there are some people that I admire in my lifetime mm -hmm. because the way that they, they get down, you know, the way that they carry themselves, the way that they always are elegant, they always show themselves, you know, they, they always, you know, the way they carry themselves is awesome. Mm -hmm. I get it from, you know, older people to even people my own age or even younger. And right. one thing that I try to do is I try to look at who's doing it, whatever that it is. Mm -hmm. And I try to replicate, not even replicate, but like take some, take something from people who I feel like are doing some things right or well. Right. And um I feel like like I never some people have this thing where they feel like your your um success or good things that are happening to you is almost like it's taking away from you. From them, I mean, like oh, my kid is in Harvard. Your kid is in Harvard. My kid's in jail almost like my kid going to Harvard, put your kid in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. And uh, what's up, Keenan? And, and I just think that's like some of the most silliest stuff. Like too many people are so worried about other people. Uh, <laughs> damn internet. So many people are so freaking worried about what other people are doing. Yeah. And I feel like if you just worry about your, what you doing. Mm-hmm you're always going to come out ahead because then you're not so focused on what other people are doing. What do you, what, and I feel like people who do that, they garner respect, you know, who, who worry about themselves and what they're up to. What do you think about that? Um, I'm a, I'm in tune a lot to other people. So um, not that I'm a people pleaser, but I'm more empathetic and I tend to um, care a lot more about people and how they feel and what they got going on. But at the end of the day, um, I stress less. Like if it hikes, surges, keeps my stress level up, worrying about you, I gotta cut it because stress will kill you. And I'm not about to die over worrying about you and your issues. I got way too much life left to live. It's not worth it. So um, I'm out of my own business and mind my own manners. You know, that's my, Quote for 2019. Yeah, we're gonna get t-shirts with that on it. We're gonna get t-shirts. You show right. Look, now do you find it easy to stay in your lane? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I worry about people that I love 
as far as you know, I want people to do well and that kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. But when it comes to okay, Andre got a promotion, I haven't had a promotion yet, you know, that kind of thing. You know, like I don't I don't I've never been on that train. Like I'm one of those people that, oh great, Andre got a promotion. You know, Stephanie got a promotion, D got a promotion, that's awesome. Yeah. And I always feel like my turn will come if it hasn't yet, you know? So I don't worry about like I don't focus on oh everybody got a promotion but me. Uh like I don't do that. Like yeah. that's that's just silly to me. But some people they their whole freaking focus is what they don't have. Even this is the craziest thing to me. There's people who have a lot in life. They make really good money. They're in good relationships. They have their health. And they're still like worried about, you know, what other people have. They're so unfulfilled. And I know you shouldn't think about what other people have because obviously, you know, you never know what someone's going through. But I'm like, I think too many of us don't just, sometimes you're just going to be happy what you have. Yeah. You know? But that, it's not even a, it's not even a level of happiness because I always tell people happiness is based on what is happening. Mm-hmm. It's a level of joy and contentment. And sometimes you got to get around people, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting more, not necessarily what someone else has, but you know, that's, that's a platform of success that people say, if you won't want to be where so-and-so is, get around the people, put those people in your life. Like you want a healthy marriage, you get around people who have healthy marriages. You want to grow your publishing business, you get around people who are already growing in their publishing businesses. So there's nothing wrong with that. I think the issue becomes is when we covet, when we want what someone has and it becomes a detriment, like we can't celebrate their success and we can't enjoy it with them for them. And and instead we are jealous or we have malice or ill intent towards that person that allows room for spite and different things that creep in that are not good for our spirit. You can't grow anything out of those emotions. So you have to be able to celebrate other people's success, especially if they're in the overflow, because if you can rejoice in what they have going on, the opportunities for you to gain are limitless. Like you have to be available for that opportunity, but you have to do it with the expectation that what is for them is for them and what is for you is for you. And there's nothing wrong with celebrating them in that spirit because they had to walk a journey where you are right now when they were waiting with expectation and expectancy. So, no, we're not going to do that. That whole, I want what you got. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if it's in the right spirit, not necessarily what they have exactly, but the level of success or the level of, dedication and work ethic that it took to get to that level because everybody can have a piece of the pie sometimes you just might gotta be willing to make your own pie and there's nothing wrong with that i want to talk about some things that some people in relationships may say is respectful or not respectful uh, uh definitely for an, another uh until the top of the hour for sure yeah, we're going to clear the seats in a minute so people can join in if they like. Um, there's certain things that some people are totally fine with. Other people found like it feel like it's 
a sign of disrespect mm-hmm. within relationships. So uh one thing is okay, so um social media is a big part of today, right? Mm-hmm. And um you know, a lot of people within relationships use social media. And you know, uh once someone's in a relationship, I often wonder like how does should how should the way that they use their social media change? I'm talking about a committed relationship, not a you know, we just go to the piggly wiggly every once in a while, you know, a, a committed relationship. Do you feel like once you're in a relationship, the way that you use social media should change in any way? It depends on what you're using it for. I currently use it for three things. Um, to engage on a purge page where I shop. Um, to monitor activity on our writing group page. And to chat amongst my podcast community for the most part. Um, I'm not on there looking for no hookup or anything like that. So none of my climate or culture or community would change after a committed relationship. There's not anything that I'm doing. I don't have people in my inbox. I'm not nobody's inbox like that. So there would be no questions about my significant other's um, expectations for me moving forward. Um, Now, we would set boundaries in place if there needed to be some. But that would become a conversation first. Then you ain't going to just tell me what I'm going to do. If you say, hey, this is what I see, then we can talk about that. But I'm not going to micromanage somebody's social media. Um, If you're in a committed relationship, be in a committed relationship. If social media starts to disrupt that committed relationship, then you're not in a committed relationship with a human being. You're in a committed relationship with social media. Mm. One thing that a lot of couples get upset about, and I hear this a lot, is somebody liking photos on Instagram. Believe it or not, that's a huge thing that I've heard that actually broken people up over it. Like, um, so we'll use, for example, Dre. Dre, we're just using Dre as an example. Uh, Say Dre's in a relationship with somebody and you know, he notices that uh, he likes some pictures of of Madi, you know, and Madi's wearing a bikini, right? Or possibly, hey, Brad, and hey, uh, Luke. Luke, uh, You know, or, or, <laughs> or, you know, Stephanie's wearing a, a bikini, and he's like, like, comment, <laughs> you know, and, you know, a lot of a lot of women, a lot of men too, just to switch it up, find a real problem with that. Now he can just be saying, "Hey, I'm just admiring these pictures." You know, these beautiful women. I don't have no ill intent or anything. I'm just, and I'm right there with him talking about, "Yeah, she's fine." Like, mm. so you have no problem with it? No, because that's that's not a trusting them issue. That's a security and self-esteem issue. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people taint their relationship by doing that when they know that their partner suffers from those things. But, I mean, if you like in a picture or you in a DM send a dick pic, some two different things. <laughs> Have some conversation. Um, 
But no. <laughs> I like pictures all the time. Like, I'm not about to uh-huh. my panties in a bunch because you liking some pictures. What that mean? Now, what we pay attention to more of is those liking your pictures. Mm-hmm. Those heart faces behind your picture. Mm-hmm. Like, that's more of a concern, not because of you, because some people don't respect other people's relationships. Right, right. So. What if, can, okay, what if Loki, I don't even say that. I'm not going to say that. Um, what if it's a continuous thing? Like, they're always, you know, they're always on this one particular woman having to just be liking their pictures. Is that disrespectful? Well, since you're talking about Dre, Dre has a couple people on Instagram that he is in love with. Like, and he probably likes, and I don't know the girl's name. He knows exactly who I'm talking about. But he probably has liked all of her pictures. She's um, gorgeous. Um, I think she's out of California, but she, yes, that's her, Khadija. I'm going to hook you up. She, she's gorgeous. Like, I, I would like all her pictures, too. I mean, I haven't been on there in a while, but she is, she's delicious. So I get that. Now, if it's some random Judy that you went to school with and y'all done got back in contact and now every picture she posts, she in a bikini and you like, check, 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 check. I'll be like, you want me to hook you up? <laughs> I mean, that I could make it happen. Like, we could all be mutual friends. What you mean, how do I know I like them pictures? <laughs> yeah, my well, my thing is like this is, if she's like, if he's liking pictures of Gabrielle Union or Hallie, I, mean, I like pictures of Gabrielle Union. I follow her. Shout outs to Nebraska. Right. I mean, that's one thing. But if you're liking pictures of like a girl, like he comes in contact with, like you know, someone she he sees around the way, you could you could take an inference that maybe there's something more there, or. Or he could just think that she's attractive. There's nothing wrong with finding someone else attractive. It doesn't take away. And this is what we have to get out of our feelings about. It's not someone else's beauty doesn't dull your own. Um, Is he liking the picture because it's actually a nice picture? Maybe he's a photographer himself and he's noticing the dope angles. Sometimes we take things a little too literal. Oh, she's gorgeous. So let me check that out. Or it could be, oh, that symmetry was dope. You know, who does her photos? Where she does her own photography. Or maybe this is somebody who I'm trying to emulate in my own skill. So I'm not going to come for my man because he's liking, you know, 3,000 of her 3,015 photos. I'm going to look and say, hey, what are you learning from her? I mean, because if you are going to improve your game and your hustle, I'm here for it. What I'm not going to do is stoop down to questioning my insecurity if there is one, because there's a security in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Like he's coming home to me, regardless of what pictures he like. Mm, that's interesting. Um, it's just oftentimes the woman sees these women as his ideal type. That is true, though. Like I, I've actually got into an argument once over that because. I remember one time it was a girl I was seeing years ago and she was asking me, you know, who was my ideal celebrity, whatever. And um, she told me hers, which was like LL Cool J or something like that. Right. That shows you how long ago it was. Uh, 
And then I said, um, who did I say? Uh, it might have been Halle Berry or somebody like that. And she was like, she looked nothing like me. Like, oh, that's what you like? And I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. I damn sure don't look like LL Cool J. Like, but it was it was all right. That why is it a difference that you you know like I'm supposed to pick you know a chick a celebrity that looks just like her? Mm, well, I mean, I would be the anomaly if my celebrity crush is a woman. I love I love Jill Scott. So I don't know what to tell nobody. I love Steph. Steph. <laughs> she crazy. Yeah, I'm not gonna repeat that. Right. Absolutely true. Um, yes, even before that, I've been to seven of her concerts. I have a total fangirl crush over Joe. <laughs> like, Philly from Philly is everything to me. She's second to Anita Baker, but I've seen more Joe Scott concerts. I, I want to ask, I don't, I mean, I'm a, maybe I shouldn't assume with the men, but let me ask the women like, if his ideal. Uh, hey Tracy, what's up? Yes, not so Steph. Hey TJ. Steph, you know she'll bite you. <laughs> if 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 your man's crush does not look nothing like you, or celebrity crush, or whatever like that, or um, would that bother you at all? No, because my crush don't look nothing like him. True that. True that. What we are attracted to is not always going to be consistently one and the same across the board. Like some people have different things that just draw them in. One person, it could be their personality. Another person could be um, the persona in which they portray on a music video or in a movie or um, on the field. There are a myriad of differences of why we are attracted to people and that's okay. Um, it's when you cross them boundaries from a an attraction of someone to, oh, let me talk to them outside of this relationship I'm establishing with the person that I'm saying I'm with. There mm -hmm. becomes the problem. Hey, Free. Hey, Dad. Uh, just to let, there's more people that just came in. We're talking about respect in uh, relationships as well as uh, romantic as uh, and otherwise. So yeah. in a minute, we're going to open up the, the, the floor and anybody can jump in. Uh, we're doing a little different tonight. Um, and we're talking right now about social media and ways that people may see as disrespectful. Right. Uh, what? Okay, let me ask this question. Um, if someone has like, they're not like in, you know, they're not a model or some sort of celebrity or something like that. And you think, and they, but they like to be on social media putting up sexy pictures, right? Like, you know, if it's a guy, maybe he likes to put, you know, show off his abs or whatever. Or if it's a girl, she likes to put on her bikini and, you know, and all of that. Do you think, yeah. uh, I know some people don't care for that in relationships as well. Do you see, uh, can you see that being maybe seen as some sort of disrespect? It depends because we're in a culture where there are so many wannabe celebrities that come out of social media. Um, you got to look at who you're entertaining. So if you knew this person was posting 2011 pictures every single day on social media, showing off their abs or their butt or their boobs or whatever, why would you expect that to change after y'all start talking? 
That's like somebody taking a stripper home and expecting her to be a respectable person. Not that she can't be, but that's not always the common practice. So you can't expect somebody to just change because you want them to now that you didn't wipe them down, lock them down, held them down, cupcake them to town. That's not how that works. Um, Put some respect on the stripper. <laughs> well, okay. I, let me play devil's advocate. What if she didn't or he didn't do the sexy picture thing and then all of a sudden as they y'all got in a relationship all of a sudden they just start putting sexy pictures up maybe maybe they lost some weight or he started hitting the gym and you know they now like to show off their abs or whatever they confidence were you their level up so to speak and gave them that ounce of courage that they needed to do that Mm. No, no, they just decided to do that. Oh, what sound like I need to pack that? Mm. Uh, I would never be expect my girl to be uh, anti stripper. <laughs> oh, you never expect Shannon to be anti. Uh, I'm not anti stripper. All I was using that as an example. I mean, to each his own. But I also lead a human trafficking coalition, so there are a lot of things that I don't necessarily promote because of the connotations that come behind it. So mm-hmm. um, another thing too, um, this, I mean, I know that some of this may sound silly, but people take this stuff very serious. Um, uh, I know some people, they don't like their mate to dance with other people when they go out. What do you think? Or, or, how do you feel on that? I'm sorry. I was reading the comments. Can you repeat? Oh, uh, I said some people, if they go out to like a club or some place with dancing, some people don't like for their mate to dance with other people. Oh, I mean, go on, get it. Cause I'm going to be, I'm be your biggest cheerleader. Be like, get it though. <laughs> now, is there, is there a, is there, what's disrespectful then? What's the kind of dancing is disrespectful? What crosses the line? Mm, I haven't met it yet, but yeah, look, I haven't met it yet. I haven't met that disrespectful type. I've seen it from a distance that didn't have anything to do with me, but I have not met it yet. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, we opened the, the uh, floor, so if anybody wants to hop in. Get a seat. Have a conversation with us. See, D says, grinding on my man is a no-no. That part, D, you are right. I would, I'll give you that. But that's, I mean, that's all about setting some boundaries. Of course, there are people who were like, yeah, I'm about to dance on this one. I don't care. Yeah, man, it might be cool enough to say, yo, back up, shawty. But I don't know. What, what do you think, Free? Like, uh, how, how do you feel about that? Free ain't going out to dance with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, a, I had a situation one time where my girlfriend at the time, um, she got a little tight with me because I was dancing with a chick other than her. Now, where I felt like she would have had some ground to stand on if it weren't for the fact that she was off in the v- some nigga VIP section drinking champagne. Mm-hmm. So my nigga, we, we even because you off in another nigga section in which I'm cool because I feel like if I got you, I got you. If I don't, I don't. But you over there getting drunk off champagne. And you want to come tap me on the shoulder because I'm dancing with another chick. And honestly, it wasn't even her that called it. It was her homegirl that called it. Was that yeah. was a whole other situation too. 
But I'm just like, man, nah, nah, you can't have these double standards, man. You want to act all single, sexy, and free? Let me be. Let me live, son. Like, you wild. Let me live, son. <laughs> Can I live? What do you this want from me? Nah, you can't live, bro. <laughs> so, but I feel like um, at this point now, yeah, don't be uh, like dry humping on the floor, my nigga. Like, we, we not you know, in high school, no more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to bring back an, an old situation that I, you guys, I don't think I've brought, brought it up to you guys before. So, and this one works mainly better with men. So since now Dre is on, he's great right now. Um, okay. So you and your woman go to an Usher concert and Dre, you can answer this too. We'll say Usher, right? Um, so you guys are having a good time, right? And I don't know if you've seen this, but in the part, or it could be Trey Songs, whoever, right? Um, at a part of the show, Usher or Trey Song, whoever it is, we'll say Usher, is looking for a lady to bring up on stage. <laughs> she better not. <laughs> and he's scanning the audience and he sees your girl. <laughs> now, before we get into what may happen on stage, how would you feel about her going on to stage? We want to get to the, we're going to get to what he might do on stage. How would you feel if she accepted it? Because you know what happens. So my thing is, um, <laughs> that's that's what he does. He's an entertainer. He, he has probably no interest in her at all. He's, he's got to put on the show. <laughs> If 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 she's accepting it, knowing that she's there with me and he's gonna allow she's gonna allow him to fill up on her and all that, it's an issue. It's gonna be a big issue. It's gonna be a huge issue because it's not like they're just dancing. You know, they're gonna be dry you know, basically almost getting it in through the clothes. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Some of them, some of them uh they'll they'll let her let let the women touch them in places that they shouldn't. No, right. I'm good. Especially Usher, because he got plans to put his hands in places that he never seen. Ah. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? But I have a different take on the dancing thing, and I think it's it's the Trini in me, you know? Because like, like Tracy was saying that, you know, she's going to um, stepping sessions where people dance with each other, and um, in, in fets and soca parties and stuff like that, everybody's dancing with everybody anyway. Uh, true story. Mm-hmm. I played mass in Miami a couple of years ago, 2015. And... Um, I, you know, everybody, you know, we're having a good time. And uh, uh, me and this uh, other lady, we were dancing together. And um, as we were dancing, everything was cool. And then she politely said, okay, so we're just going to go dance with my husband now. But thank you. And I said, you're very welcome. I waved at her husband, showed a sign of respect, and kept it moving. Mm. Oh, wow. You know, so hey. uh, in, in, in certain cultures, it's, it's okay. It's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but then again, like when you go to these things, you have some guys that are there who really don't know what they're doing. So they're, they're in essence just straight dry humping where there's definitely some that are able to to whine and move mm-hmm. um, and flow, you know, with soca music in the right way where it's they're not just trying to um, get off their clothes on. Oh, copper feel. Yeah. So so free or, you know. How would you feel? Would you let her go up there and 
dance with Usher? So anybody that I get with, you know what I mean, I make this agreement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, if whoever your celebrity crush is, you know what I mean, as long as when Rihanna, <laughs> when I meet Rihanna and she need to borrow me for an evening, I want I want you to keep that same energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like cool celebrity crushes and all that, you know what I mean? But it's room when Riri hit me up, boy, hey, I just keep that same energy. That's all I'm saying. Remember that one time you I feel like I feel like he gotta be somebody I respect. Like I respect I grew up on Usher and I'm like, I I get the whole fanfare and you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Whole, yeah. I guess the pomp and circumstance. It can't be no whack nigga. Like it can't be 21 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody with with a resume, somebody with actual be young thug. Yeah, young thug. Yeah. Like you got to be somebody like I need Soldier boy, bring your girl up on the stage. Like what? If you don't, it's like Lil Nas X. I mean, you know, ain't nothing going. He ain't interested. (laughs) Go ahead, babe. (laughs) You're good. I'm not going to the Lil Nas X show (laughs) so uh, you know. Uh, (laughs) So, so let me ask this to Shannon real quick. Shannon, who is your like celebrity uh, male performer? R&B cat that you would just love to be in their presence? Uh, Who's alive? Don't, you don't okay. have one. Don't be talking about Sam Cooke. <laughs> <laughs> you, Sam Cooke was already I don't have one that is alive that I just go... Mine are more actors than they are... Uh, Alright, give me an actor. Damn it, don't get beat up. Um... I would have probably went bananas over some prints because I just love him so much. But guy wise, can I go to the actor? Yeah, go ahead. Kofi from Queen Sugar, all day, hands down, every day. Okay, so uh, live for each yourself. So, okay, women fill in the blank on whoever the guy is that you like. Let's say they're doing a show, and he scans the audience and he picks you. And would you go up on stage? And you with your man? You talking about me? Yeah. Kofi's like, you right there with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't be so in the back of my head. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no if it's my birthday and my significant other's like, yeah, you can. Oh, I'm going, but. No, I I would pass. I'd be like, you picked me though. I'm gonna say R. Kelly. Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would we say R. Kelly? Like, this is 2019. Like, I've been doing a concert for a long time. Uh, he's gonna be doing them. He's gonna be doing them Johnny Cash concerts. Yeah, we know that we get to see. I don't think. See, R. Kelly shouldn't be singing none of his hoods. He shouldn't be in in prison singing "Filling on Your Boots." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're gonna be telling them to sing it. <laughs> oh, nah, we're not doing this today. <laughs> not doing this today. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, weak. Okay, <laughs> telling me no. Put my body <laughs> All right, so oh. your man, Shannon, your man. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, 
you and your man is at a show, Shannon. You and your man is at a show, and Jill Scott scans, and he pick she picks your man. I'll be like, can I take his place? Can I take his place? Or can I take his place? Like, nah, I'll be elbowing him. I have to trip him before he get up. I'll be like, nah. <laughs> Danny's like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> you not gonna start doing that mic on him. <laughs> you ain't gonna be at, right. I'm like, uh, you ain't gonna be able to enjoy and to enjoy what <laughs> she has to offer. I know, but I love her so much. No, he could go up there. I love Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. Like, I would totally film that moment because that's it'd be both our crush. I'd be sitting there like, yes. Oh, see, that's cool. That's cool. That's that's very adult. Very adult. Uh, I'm about to go home with her. I, well, you know, not everybody is that adult about it, you know? I love Jill Scott. Like, I don't care. Female entertainers, they, they're just beautiful to me. So it's like, yeah, go on up there. Like, let me, can I film it? But, you know, a lot of artists, I've heard artists talk, and you probably heard them say this too, Free, is they like going for the woman that's with her man because it's like an ego thing for them. Like, I'm gonna pull your girl up there and I'm gonna make your girl do all this and you ain't gonna, you know. So it's a, it's a, like a real ego thing. It's like, cause think about it, how many women are there by themselves and they, they see you with your dude and they be like, you know what, I want her, you know, just just to do that. So he said, I'm gonna be on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never really heard that aspect of it. I mean, mm-hmm. except for somebody like, Say a Trey songs or something like that. He came out. He come out. You know, Mr. Steal Your Girl. And I was like, I stabbed this nigga. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> try like in my presence, in my face, my nigga. This what you want to do? Uh, you know. Uh, but as far as anybody specifically, I don't know if them cats with them problems, man. Because you know, some people got a specific set of skills. Uh, yeah. And they don't want them. They don't want them issues. Yeah. I, I'm good. I know some cats. They don't care where they at. They could be up in the White House. They gonna start some problems. So you know what I mean? Like I just know cats like that. They don't care where they at. <laughs> they don't. They don't care who's in their presence. They're gonna. They gonna go left no matter what. Yeah. So hey, Artis is up in the, in here too. Hey, Artis. Uh. Uh, maybe we should do another a quick uh I I that. um shout out to of course Anthony who's in the seat, Artis, Marisol, Steph, Raquel, Danny, Zed, Tracy J, Brooklyn, D, Bradley. Hi, Bradley. Let me scroll down. Um, and Trey. All right, all right, all right. I always feel like romper room every time we do that. I know the young youngins probably don't know about romper room. Um, but um, you old as Moses' feet. I know, I know. Oh, Moses' feet, Jesus. <laughs> I know, man. It, it's bad. It's bad. Okay, so we're the the topic of the show is about respect in and out of relationships and whatnot. And so, another way that people may disrespect or respect or disrespect or whatnot is, um how they address your man or your woman right and i've seen people be world-class disrespectful (laughs) you know you know i've seen people get stomped out over it you know on both ends i've seen chicks get stomped out by other chicks but you know being disrespectful to their man 
And I've seen it the other way. Dudes take care of guys over that. So it says they have a rule. They had to put a rule at my church that ushers can't hug the, that the men coming through the doors. Oh, wow. It's interesting. See, I'm one of those people. Um, if you don't talk to me, don't talk to my husband. Vice versa. Like, close your mouth. Stop talking. That's that's some straight up shade. I've seen that where I've seen where a woman will walk up and talk right to the husband and act like the wife ain't there. And I've, you know, I just I've seen it more that way than I've seen it the other way. And that is what's that about? Because people are undermining and ignorant. Like that's a level of disrespect to just the underworld. I can't I cannot stand it. It's 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 more an indicator indicator of who they are as a person but it's like and then for you to continue to engage in a conversation now if you talking to me and you don't acknowledge my husband or even just my man that i've been in a committed relationship with forever and you know that person like i'm gonna be like you see i'm standing here right mm-hmm. so you're not gonna speak like this conversation is completely over then because what you're not gonna do is disrespect the person that I have brought into my life, who I share a life with, like that's 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 you disrespecting me, and I'm not gonna have it. Just because I keep his name safe in my mouth, I'm gonna keep him safe in my presence. So no, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna have that type of party. Yeah, with that. The flagrant. I mean, I've I've seen it to the point where when that stuff went down, I backed up because I didn't want to get caught <laughs> by some, the shrapnel. Right. <laughs> Ain't gonna put my hands on you, ain't gonna cuss you out, but I'm sure I'm gonna be like, do you not see? That's like coming in somebody's house and not speaking to everybody in the house. Mm-hmm. You came in the room. You stepped to the conversation. There's another person, even if it's somebody you don't know, you would at least say, hi, let me introduce you. This is so-and-so. Hi, it's nice to meet you. But if you know them, speak to them. You ain't gotta carry on a conversation with them, but don't omit them from the conversation because you being yourself. You gonna be shady? Go over there. Do that by yourself. Let me ask. It might sound like a silly question, but can you be seen as someone who loves and respect their? Oh wow, that was. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, can you be some? Can you be seen as someone who loves and respect their mate if you've cheated on them? Are you? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. For me. My belief system, could you love or could you be seen as loving and respectful towards them after you cheated on them? Mm-hmm. It was one time. No, for me. Um, Dre, you are more than welcome to step into the room. I'm going to say no for me. Mm-hmm. Just based on some oh, of reason. the secondhand experience I've had with my friends. But that's just me. Now, I ain't got no first-hand experience with this. But even just in relationships with people who cheat, I'm good now. Like the whole lot of Jesus and 11 disciples and some 21 day fasting to fix that D. That's what I said. <laughs> Ray, it's all you do. Perfect timing. Dude. Well, just just to, to, to answer that, because I'm sure there's a couple of factors. Like I heard Dead said, um, say, uh, what was the reason? Uh, if anyone at the particular moment, and, and we're not talking about like two years after you cheated. You're talking about like in the moment, like maybe right when it happened. Mm-hmm. If a person is cheating on their spouse, there is no respect for the relationship at that moment. It doesn't matter what the reason is, because 
it, it, let's say if, if she was a bad wife and he cheated, he still at that point does not respect the, the marriage that he's in. So if at that particular moment when he or she is cheating, there's no respect for the relationship or the feelings of the other person. Now, can that change in like a year or two years? Absolutely. With, you know, maybe counseling or um, a change of heart, change of whatever changes that, that may come into place, that can change and it can grow to have a, a real deep respect for the marriage and relationship. And one thing that is a, is an amazing weapon when it comes to relationships is the, the shame and the fear of losing the person that you cheated on. Oh, sure. yeah, sometimes that could make somebody like wake up and sober up real quick. But at that particular moment, there is no respect for relationship if you're cheating. What's that old saying? Love should have brought your butt at home. Brought your butt at home. That's the Tony Braxton. Love <laughs> ah, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. It's the, it's the lens. It's the lens. Yeah. So. So wait, let me ask Dre before you go. So we said, what about the love part? So, I mean, there's no way you can love someone, but you just, I'm not looking, I want to, you said, you said said the the, the question was a respect for the other person. Right. Right. Uh, Like people can actually have like love for somebody and um, be put in a situation where um, they, they slip up or they fell, fell or whatever. Um, like it doesn't mean that they don't necessarily love the person at that moment, but they may not respect the relationship. Love and respect is a is a it's like a two edged sword. It works hand in hand. You got to have both in it. So, uh, some people can act because some people can really you know really care deeply for somebody, um, but they don't have a respect for the relationship, and they cheat. Mm. So, hmm. okay. so. Um, like, like some people ask, well, how can you love me? And, and she, oh, what's her name? Um, forgot her name. Uh, she's a relationship expert. Uh, but she spoke, what's what's that? Yoyama? Rebecca Lim Pope. Oh. Okay. And, uh, she, she says something profound and I'm still like, I don't have, uh, I'm still researching this. So I'm just going to throw this out there and you guys can receive it any way you would like. They, she was referring to how men. Um, could um, be seeing, could could be in love with one person, and still have um, connections with other women, right? And then right when they get married, cut all those women off, right? Uh, and she doesn't understand why that happens uh, with men, but men have the ability to to up until they make that straight commitment to have connections with other women. And then cut them off right then and there when they're ready to make that commitment. Um, and it doesn't mean that he doesn't love. And she said it doesn't mean that she, he doesn't love the person that he's with. And so I'm still pe- like working through that, doing some research and and uh, trying to find out about that. But when she mentioned that, I thought that was pretty deep. And I guess this is observation data that she's taken from the people and the clients that she's worked with. Yeah. But um. What if they what if they whittle down the list of women they're messing with to like a manageable number before they get married? Manageable number. <laughs> manageable. What's a manageable That's number? Respectful. <laughs> that is respectful though. Low key. Oh, thanks, Melvin. Yeah, it was a great show. I appreciate it. Yeah. 
Yes, maybe we do love very differently, Brooklyn. We should have conversations yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So hopefully, I I clear some of that up, and some people may have different ideas, and they're more than welcome to to uh, share that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna head off, so you guys can finish the show. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Bye, Jerry. So another situation of respect in a relationship is people respecting what it is that you do right mm-hmm. uh, sometimes when you're entrepreneur other some people only respect the nine to five right you know sometimes when you are a creative person like an author or a screenwriter or whatever some people don't really see that as real unless you know unless you're making millions doing it right mm-hmm. um and so i see that often where like you hear this a lot oh so shannon how's your little book coming along like when they add the little in it oh man like do people realize how much that cuts her look what you won't do is minimize my accomplishments right first off i mean like how are your little edges growing <laughs> my comeback game is pretty strong and legit like what you're not gonna do becky now let me stop complaining i'm sorry forgive me that, that is like <laughs> that is so disrespectful i mean don't come for my book you don't want me to come for your edges you don't want me to come for none of that don't come for my book yeah i'm with you that whole little and sometimes we're so ingrained in saying it because i remember we had this conversation can say on one of our earlier shows last year and it wasn't that i was trying to minimize what he was doing and i had to go back and watch the show to realize i used the word little Mm -hmm. i was like i wouldn't do that i didn't say that but i did and it wasn't me trying to diss him because i thought what he was doing was dope Um, sometimes we're just so used to talking in that manner or saying things in such a way that people receive especially if they don't know you they receive that in the manner of disrespect now sometimes you just know people being shady and trifling and whatnot there is a difference but i even went back and apologized i was like you know i own it i did say that but that's not the intent that's not what i meant so let me ask this question you're a creative person right i think so so do you have to have <laughs> how's your look <laughs> hilarious <laughs> i'm gonna repeat that um I'm not saying that out loud. Do you feel like your mate has to embrace what you do? Like, like, um, so if you got a man, you want him to read your books. Do does he have to check out your poetry? Like, is that, is is that disrespectful if if you've been with your man for years and he's never read a book of yours? I don't necessarily think it's disrespectful, but as a kid, because I started writing poetry at seven. So as a kid, my mom, shout out to Deloria Ford, I used to get on her nerves because I would always be like, yo, you want to hear this poem I just wrote? And then it would be like six poems later and she'd be like, are you done? Uh, so I know I need to back up sometimes, but I think I'm like, I get a little excited. I want to share my new work. I don't, I don't necessarily need you to read every single piece that I wrote in a certain amount of time. But I would feel some kind of way like they did on Brown Sugar. Mm-hmm. And Lathan was talking to Boris Kojo about him not reading her article. She was like, which article? What did you like about this article? And he was like, all of it. <laughs> right. Like, you didn't even read it? Like, I would take some mad problem with that. Like, 
because I'm going to support you in whatever you got going on. And I'm going to love you through all of that experience. And I'm going to be present for it. So if you don't even acknowledge that there is a gift here that I'm passionate about and acknowledging it in the sense of reading it or being there when I'm saying, hey, help me process this new piece. Does it make sense as a listener or a reader? Then I might have problems with that. I ain't even going to lie. It's, it's a part of my DNA. It's as important and as necessary as me loving you as is breathing. So, yeah, you need to show up for it. Yeah, I, I love the support. If I'm in a relationship, I love the support from my mate, you know, um, it, it actually, you know, and I, I know guys too, who I know guys too, who a lot of people don't even know they're married because, you know, they do stuff in the public eye and their wife is never there. Yeah. And that's how they want it. They like that, you know, that, that thing. Oh, I'm going to be there all the time. When you talk about some so-and-so is introducing their husband. Right. I'm be up there. Let me introduce to some of y'all, and yeah, I'm gonna be all over that. Yeah. Book him. You booking him. You booking me. Sorry. We have a package deal. Yeah, I I like the idea of starting your empire or having an empire with your mate. You know, yeah. in some sort of form of fashion, them you know being a part of it. Uh, it may not be, you know, they may not be, um, you know, they're every two seconds or whatever but the fact that you know they're with you you know that they're supporting you and they got your back i I just think it's 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 a beautiful thing and i don't know if we want to um i don't know that if it's respectful or disrespectful or not but it definitely is a sign of support that is definitely you know needed uh, in my estimation and free said no you ain't gotta be everywhere and i'm not talking about everybody's relationship some people their purposes are interlinked or interlocked into a way or a system that what they're doing their purpose their destiny is tied together so if they're building a empire together and it just happens to be a platform or public speaking they're going to do that together now they may not be at every event together they may be in the audience i think it's dope and i'm not really a dr phil fan or even a steve harvey fan but I like how their spouses sit in the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is now they may be in the audience thinking, I wish I would be at a mall shopping somewhere instead or with my stylist, but you couldn't see that looking at a camera. They look like they are all in for that segment, supporting them. And then they walk off with them after the show is over. Hmm. So. I've seen this before where a guy is a pastor of a church and his wife goes to another church. Oh, I've seen that too. That is so bizarre to me. My uncle's a minister and his wife goes to another church. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I you know, that's whatever it works for them, but that's kind of weird to me though. That yeah. Different strokes for different folks. That ain't her shepherd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And look, listen. No, no, no. That he's a minister, he's not the pastor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is she still the first lady? I guess not, right? If you don't go to the church, you're not the first lady. Well, Tracy J said first lady is a title that has nothing to do with the pastor because you could be that's who you are, who you were called to be from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if it works for them, you know. But uh yeah, it just seems kind of kind of odd, 
you know, but you know, as, as uh, Steph says, uh, that's not their shepherd. Um, uh, all right, so guess two eight six six. So be, before we go, uh, I think the, uh, you should support each other. Yes. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, if you're not supporting each other, why are you in a relationship? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. But that's just, I know nothing. Yeah, there is a disconnect somewhere. Okay, so one last thing I want to get to when we talk about respect, disrespectful respect, and all of that good stuff is mm-hmm. I you feel let's talk to the people who feel like they're being disrespected in life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe on their job, maybe in their relationship, maybe by their kids. I see that a lot. Some disrespectful ass kids out there. You know? uh, time out. If- these these minor children? Sometimes, yeah. That's on you. If your minor children are disrespecting you, like, yo, now don't get me wrong, your adult children, you can check them too. Cause my mama still give a look and I'll be like, Wait, mind my business and get out the way. Cause she will say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's on you. I, I agree. Okay. Like you control I and that's one thing I used to talk about all the time in family orientation for juvenile detention. If you don't control the thermostat in your home. The temperament. If you trying to be your friend, your children's friend, um, thinking that their behavior is quote unquote cute, then they will control the thermostat. They will control the temperature. Um, you'll pay the bills up in here. So you're gonna do what I tell you to do. You are gonna live how I want you to live. And if you don't, there is the door you can get to step in because this is my house, my rule. Now I encourage you. I even invite you to engage in your life and ask and challenge with respectful consideration of authority because I'm still your mama. I still take you out. Um, But at the end of the day, if I say no, there is no further discussion. Amen. Amen. It's somebody who is a pushover. Wait, says, wait, when somebody treats me like crap, I figure they have an issue. It's not me. If somebody's always getting pushed over, disrespected by just in life can can you know especially once you're you're an adult you're good you know you're in your 30s or whatever can can they change that dynamic is there something they can do i mean is it as simple as um taking jujitsu <laughs> you know is it as simple as uh you know like how do you how does someone change that dynamic of um always being pushed over or something Night, Danny. Um, I can't answer that question because one, I don't, I'm not here for the pushover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was, and I'm about to totally misquote what he said. Um, but Dre said something yesterday about being somebody's uh doormat. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to get a backbone and just. Stand up for yourself. And I think a lot of times when people have respect issues with other people, it's a um, deficit of respect for themselves. Um, Because people are only going to do what you allow them to do. People are only going to behave and show you what you allow them to do. Now, if you set the bar and the expectation and people are just pushing against that, because trust me, people test limits. Mm -hmm. You have to make the decision to either correct, consider, or cut them off. Mm. 
can't cut your kids off all the time, but you should start with some correction. There ain't nothing wrong with correction. Um, and give them an opportunity to correct it. But yeah, no, we're not, we're not doing no pushover stuff around here. Mm. Like, how does someone get like that? Is it just what they were, where they were raised? You know, like, I mean, I know some people that they just will not stand up for themselves. Sometimes it's their personality. And sometimes people let themselves be pushed over. Me and my sister, my older sister, are completely night and day. She will let people push and push and push until she blows up. Mm. I'm challenging you at every single opportunity. Because what you're not going to do is put me in a discount bin because I already know my mm. work. Not doing it. We're not having that problem. And we were raised in the same house, given the same rules by the same parents. So I think it's a lot of personality um, and experience. Mm. Is that a, a turnoff for you uh, from a man or a female friend? For me? Yeah. I do not like pushovers. I don't like anybody that I can step on because I'm already an assertive personality. So if I can push over on you, if I can step on you, control, manipulate you, you know, not that I want to do any of those things, but if you're just going to allow this, I'm going, I'm going, my interest for you is going to fizzle out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I see potential in you and you are coachable, but we can't be together. Mm-hmm. We could be friends. I could help give you some pointers on some courage <laughs> on how to grow there, but we cannot be together. Mm. Well, you know, I've seen it a lot and, um, you know, uh, it's unfortunate. Some people, they owed it in me and they just let people run them their whole life. And I hate to see it. Like, I, I hate to see it, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've tried, you know, I, there's been times where I've tried to talk and, you know, like, don't let them do that to you, blah, 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 you know. But, uh, you know, I guess they have to get to a point where they just going to change, you know. And sometimes it's just an accumulation of bad things happening to them and they finally go the complete other way. You know, they go crazy, right? It is painful to watch. But you know what, Kendra, I think sometimes we have to, and this is why I'm doing the seven-part series I'm doing on relationships, I think sometimes we have to evaluate the relationships that we have with one ourselves, because that's where it all starts. Everything starts at home with you and then everything goes outward so if you aren't right in a relationship with yourself they're not going to be right or you're not going to learn how to do right relationships with others and that includes how you treat people and how they treat you how you love how they love you how you have um how you engage with them converse with them uh debate and communicate to the adversity of challenges and confusion. Like all of that is based on how you deal with yourself. And if you don't deal right with yourself, you gonna suck dealing with everybody else. You know, you'll be that pushover because you're not handling your own responsibilities. You're not taking ownership and being accountable to your own issues. We've got our own scars and traumas and aka beauty marks or whatever you want to call them but if we aren't dealing with those things and owning well you know you over budgeted or you under budgeted this month or you 
you spent a little more than you should have, or you know you ate 1,000 calories more than you should have on Sunday, trying to be out with your friends, whatever the case may be, if you aren't, and that's not necessarily just a one-time thing, but if you're doing it on a consistent basis, if you aren't taking care of the issues that you find in your life to be challenges, hangups, or hiccups, when you get into relationships with other people, they're going to be able to pull and push and poke and prod on those things that you haven't checked. So, I mean, everything in my life can't be won over by giving me a taco. I know, I know by my own taco. So if you are not bringing to the table some respectability, some good conversation that makes sense to the both of us, that is like an agreement of mutual respect for each other and how we feel about what's going on, I'm checking that because I know what I deserve because I've done my work for myself. So I'm going to want to do the work in my relationships, whether they're platonic or romantic. Like people have got to give themselves opportunity to be present in all existences by being first present with themselves. I'm done. It's a wrap. Last thing, because we got to do it dating wise. It's 2019. Is it disrespectful for a guy to want to do the first date Dutch? <sighs> this is a hard one for me. And I'm going to say it depends on what y'all discuss. I'm not going to find problems with it. Um, however, comma, <laughs> look, I wouldn't say that either, Stephanie. I'm not repeating that out loud. But I think there has to be some, you can still care and court and want to impress me without paying for everything. Um, because I don't want you to expect nothing if you're paying for everything because you're not getting nothing on the first date anyway. So we're going to have a good time. We're going to get to know each other better. We're going to enjoy each other's company. We don't even have to go nowhere where you got to pay. Like, I am totally okay with going to the park, sitting down, having a conversation. Because at the end of the day, I want to know if I'm about to enjoy my time with you moving down the road or if I'm wasting my time with you. Like, I need to know that. And I'm going to tell you, if it's good, I may not talk to you. <laughs> All up in my place. Michelle? Yes. Hey, How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Is it disrespectful? Say it again. No, I don't think it is. I think um, because it is pretty much like an initial interview, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. No, I say go Dutch because there are no expectations when you go that way. You're a little bit more comfortable. And I say say it in advance, you know, just put it out there. Just, you know, let down your guard and be like, look, you know, let's go Dutch. You know, this is the first date. Everyone's been through the, the, the trauma, the, the ins and outs of dating. And, you know, um, so it's like, you know, we know better by now. So let's call it what it is, an interview, you know, getting your feel for what's, what's out there and, and so forth. Um, and I feel like, you know, just go Dutch and, and keep it chill, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie's great. Uh, and welcome. When he reaches for you know, and well, welcome to the uh, the platform. Uh, is this your first time on uh, Vocal? It is. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Artis asked me to um, join. He's I, he's listening. All right. And, uh, I want to say, oh well, 
I just walked in and, and showered and I'm chilling on the couch. I'm like, all right, I'll just show my messy kitchen. <laughs> yeah, hey, we love your floor. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I'm in um, or, uh, or, um, just outside of Orlando, Florida. Florida. Florida's in the house. Yeah. Um, and before we say goodbye, uh, one more one more respect question when it comes to dating. Um, if you've been with someone for a year, they have not introduced you to anybody. In, for how long? For a year. We'll yeah, say. that's way too long. 365 right, days. Right, right. <laughs> you already have anybody. Oh, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, you do, you're doing good if she let you even be around for a year and you haven't introduced, you know. Thank you, Michelle. Like, I'm not, uh -uh. we don't have time. Like, I don't know if anybody else on this panel, sideline conversations right. has time to be invested in this poor quality relationship with people who have no idea or concept of taking it further. Right. And that's Junk. We set expectations for what type of relationship we are engaging mm -hmm. in. We're dating with purpose, if yeah. you will. If we just hanging out and kicking it, then you know what? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I have to meet your mom and your uncle. Yeah, family. that's a bit much. But you trying to take me home and add the last to my yeah. What's yeah, You got twenty kids and neighbors. You ain't introduced none yeah. of them to me. Yeah. Uh. -uh. Problems. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Something's up. You know, so, I mean, if it's gone a year, that's a bit much. Like, I get to not man no barbecue. Right. Like, right. no one's asking about oh. me. I mean, come on. Nope. Because I need to know um, how you handle my family, what kind of conversations they pull out of you. Because, you know, family are getting your oh, business. They will. They will. They start with their energy to their face. And although my family may mean well and they do it in love, they will get all up in your but business. You see, and so then you see the other side of the person also. That guy or that girl is putting on, for lack of a better phrase, that person is putting on the show for you. Well, or yeah. even if she's keeping it real, there's going to be a different real when you're in front of your family. Let's just keep it real. <laughs> like, it's like, I want to know what kind of connections you're going to make because if we're planning to blend this family we're going to be spending a lot of time with these yeah, people. Yeah. Holidays, family reunions, weddings, funerals, you know, after weddings and funerals. So I need you to get that kind of fill out right now. Yeah. You know what to expect later down the road when I'm going to feel Well, since we have you, ladies, is it disrespectful for the man to try to have sex on the first date? What? Huh? Is it Excuse is it disrespectful for the man to try to have sex on the first date? See, my inner Jezebel, maybe 10, 15 years ago, would have been like, oh, you know, I'm here for it. But let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yeah, no, nah, you're not getting Yeah, that no, date I don't either. agree with the first date thing either. I mean, I mean, he's trying, you know. Look, he can shoot his shot, but it's all about me. I'm going to keep my principles where my principles always laid, you know? That part, I'm, I'm Michelle. I'm not trying to shoot your shot, but no, boo-boo, not today. All right. All right, so now you have gone out 12 times and he hasn't tried yet. And he hasn't tried? Yeah. But, okay, 
Time out. So I'm saying the culture and the conversation are important. Uh-huh. I always lead with the same conversation before we even get to the 12th date. I'm celibate. So, and I'm not trying to celibate just because you want right. some. So there is a huge difference in what conversations you bring out in the initial stages of dating and mating because you're going to have to wait a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying because, you know, I'm, no, I am saying top show. I am saying you got to climb a tree. I am saying all that, but I'm saying it because if I am the prize for you, if you are looking for a good thing, you go wait for it. If not, then you just ain't the one, and I'm okay with that yeah. too. And you know, it, and different and people are different. You know, I mean, everyone doesn't have the same standards and stuff. Um, that part I'm probably ten, you know, probably fifteen years older than you, Shannon, and probably ten years older than you. What is it, Kyle? Ken. Okay. Ken, sorry. Hi, Kyle. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Why do you think I, I, we could be the same age? Why do you think you're? You, I'm like low key offended. You, you've disrespected me. Oh my bad. <laughs> I'm younger than she is. I'm sorry. But no, I'm kidding. I'm only. Kidding. No, no, you're actually right. Okay. You're right. Well, I've been married uh, 26 years and separated three. So we're we're best friends. So we're good. But my whole thing is I've never been, you know, a first date, you know, get out girl. And then also at the same time, you know, I'll put it out there. I'm very sexual, but I've made, I've had people wait, you know, I've had guys. And I, I've, I've not, I'll be honest, I've not dated a lot in my life, you know. And the ones that I've dated have been very respectful, thank God. I've lucked out, I, I, I got to admit. But no, I've never, like, did a one time or whatever you call that. Um uh, and I, you know, I like she's like Shannon said, you put it out there, and if they can respect that, you know, oh well, we're gonna have to go out, you know, like you said, twelve times, then then so be it. But if he's never asked in twelve, then I'm gonna start questioning stuff. I mean, if there's a difference between somebody saying, "Yo, I want to whisper on your lips," but I respect the fact that you want to be celibate, right. like there's right. So do not get it twisted. We may not be doing nothing, but that don't mean that I can't wait for the opportunity to lay you right, down. Right, like, exactly. It's really these streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't keep it simple and mind my business and my manners until we get right. there. And I'm cool with that. I, I do feel like even if like you're a celibate or someone's a virgin or whatever and they're waiting for marriage, I feel like as a man, you do have to have your hand slapped at least. <laughs> you know, like you got we down and touch on your booty, and it's like, yo, bruh, you slick with it. Don't do don't don't go further than that. Like, find your manners. Women like sex too. I'm not shocked about the aggression. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I do feel like you gotta at least you, you gotta have her say no to you. Is other sexual contact okay if you are celibate? Not for me. I can't speak for nobody else. Zero? I just answered your question. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, don't capitalize typing us either, like yelling. So that's complete zero, like no kissing? Okay, so let me tell you a story. Okay. One day I'm going to tell you the story when we get there. 
But he said other sexual contact. I'm not going to necessarily say that kissing is sexual contact for most people, but some people kissing is a gateway drug. So I have been of the mindset, don't judge me, nobody. Back in the day, inner Jezebel, I'm kissing you, getting them draw in a discussion. That's it. So sometimes you just got to mind your own business, mind your manners. But you know, they say that you're not going to, like, if you're on a diet, right, that you need to be around cheesecake. It, it'll, you know, you <laughs> cheesecake away He's from trying you. to share this. He's trying. Oh, right. <laughs> you can have all kinds of cheesecake. You could go to the Cheesecake Factory. Right. Shannon don't eat right. cheesecake. Now, if you want to talk about some peach cobbler, some oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, some 7-Up pound cake, and some chocolate cake. <laughs> Like we could talk well, about it. I'm not I really talking your, about. No, I get your analogy. <laughs> I, get your analogy I know it, but right. yeah, no, my hope is that those no. won't be nothing. So I mean, now, that's true. You won't know the level of your temptation. Like, and this is what one of my um, <laughs> trusted people said to me. They were like, "Celibacy can be easy for you if you don't have anybody tempting you." Right. I'm tempted. Not going front. But at the end of the day, I know that I have boundaries in place for a reason. I have a standard for a reason. And I'm going to stick by that because that is my conviction. The, the, Shannon, they want to know, would you sleep naked with a guy while you're celibate? No, why am I setting myself up for right. I mean, let's keep it real. Right. <laughs> if I'm getting naked in a bed with a guy, first of all, therein lies the problem. We in a bed together and I'm taking my clothes off? Mm -mm. Uh, I ain't going to be celibate no more. Trying to test your conviction. It's not about testing your convictions. You going to be sitting there playing with matches and you going to mentally set something on fire. So I'm not, you know, and everybody's boundary set is different. So what you might be able to do may not work for me. I'm not going to be able to do that. And I know my boundary set. So that does not work for me. I'm going to look, the house going to get burned down. So no. I'm not sleeping at your house in a bed with you because I already, yeah, let me just shut my mouth. Fuck naked. Nope. Wait, wait, what if he tucks it? Not. <laughs> he, he tucks it. You tucking it? Yeah. What? So, well, he's not, he can't bump you with it. What's happening right now? Oh, yeah. He can't. Bump you, with it. you over there tucking? Just be quiet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying it. He's trying it. He is trying it. Oh my god. It's all funny until he end up <laughs> listen, listen. Listen. Okay. Like no, no, kudos to you for being able to do that though. Uh uh what straight man is tucking it right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Have you not seen Silence of the Lambs? I think he was straight, wasn't he? He was <laughs> Cannibal. So yeah, you talking it, okay? Next question. Hilarious. I'm I'm looking to see if there's any uh, wiggle room there. <laughs> uh, 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 hey, I, I was trying to help you out. Uh, no, you're not trying to help me at all. You the low grade hater. I want you to stay on course, so you know. You are not getting an invitation from my wedding, sir. So it's all good. No, oh, I'm gonna be your wedding singer. No, you're not. Ill. 
I already booked free for that. Right, right. I'll be your wedding rapper. Thank you. I got this. This can't make it trouble. I'll be your wedding rapper. There you go. I'll, I'll drop them bars. No, no. You're not. All right. Well, I, I want to thank Nichelle for stopping on with us. Um, so are you going to come by more often? Yeah, I'm going to do that. All right, all right. So what's, the, what's uh, your platform? I mean, what's your the basis of your platform? What's your um, um, topics well, and stuff? Relationships. Okay. All, all relationships. Yeah, um, all kinds of things. Okay. And we both have other shows that we do outside of this one, but this is a show we co-host together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Are you on social media at all? I am. I'm. Um. I do periscopes from. Um. I work for Disney World. Oh And so I do periscopes. I'm on Periscope under Disney Chick sixty six. And you'll see all my live, all my periscopes. Um, tomorrow I'll be periscoping from Blizzard Beach, which is Disney's water park. One of Disney's water parks. Um, I usually, I go back and forth from Georgia to Florida. So you usually see my scopes driving to Georgia um, and Florida. And I am a social, I'm a Yelp reviewer. I'm an um, elite Yelp reviewer. Oh, so I okay. usually look for five-star restaurants and I Yelp those or I'll do trending restaurants. Um, I for the, what's it called? The um, Slutty Vegan. Oh, yes. I want to go there. Um, I stood online twice and had to vacate my spot twice because of family um, commitments. Usually I drive to Georgia because I have two great uh, grandparents in um, assisted living facilities. And mm-hmm. so I just got back the day before yesterday because both my stepmother and my grandmother, who's 97, were both in the hospital. So I just go back and forth and stuff. But um, next time I go, which will be the week, let's see, the second week of August, I'll go back and I definitely will get back on that line. The line is usually about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, but people rave about it and I plan to eventually get inside there. In October, so I'm with you, sis. I'm, I cannot wait for that experience. Yeah, yeah. there's a, also if you go in October, check out Harmony, which is an Asian, uh, vegan Chinese restaurant. Everything literally Ooh. tastes like it's not vegan. It is on okay. Point. So what's it called? It's called Harmony. Yeah, like bone thugs and Harmony. Okay, I'll be there. And then definitely check out um, Darius, um, his restaurant, which is Greens and Gravy. Oh, wow. okay. And soul crab, soul S O U L, soul crab. All right. Both are okay. both are on the west end of um, Atlanta. Oh, so you Atlanta? So we, Atlanta's in the house. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I go back and forth. I live in Florida. I live in Orlando, mm-hmm. but I live most of my life. Born and raised in New York, Brooklyn, Queens, and Brooklyn. Left at nineteen. Was in Seattle for twenty. Actually, no. Was in Seattle thirty something years. Okay. Married 27 of them. And uh, yeah, so and I'll be back in Seattle in August. But I travel is what I do. I'll be in Dubai in October 2nd through the 29th. Oh, we are kindred spirits. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So travel. Lady. Qatar and Dubai both. Yes. I love it. Yes. 
All right. So, Shannon, how can we get you in social media? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Shannon Ford, like the president, mm -hmm. hyphen Justin, like the president. Um, you can buy any of my five poetry books on Amazon.com. Okay. Here on Monday nights with Kenty at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and on Sundays on my own show, A Set Apart Woman, on Get Vocal at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. And what about Kenty? You can get me at Kente F on on uh, Twitter and Kente Ferguson uh, at uh, Instagram. And we will be back uh, with the all new episode of Men and Women Talk to Mars Venus show. We'll be talking about uh, um, some interesting topic, I'm sure. But I, I kind of, this was real fun. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to next week. Excellent. Yeah. Have a good one and God bless. Same to you guys. Bye, Bye guys.